Hello, hi there. Welcome. And I hope you're doing well wherever you are in this world. And good to have you here on boat. Now, are you ready to listen? I think you are. Okay. Here we are today with a new topic, which is quite esoteric. And I would say like, you know, intended for or likely to be understood by a small number of people with a specialized knowledge or interest. And at the same time, as I said in the last word, interest. So it's very interesting. So today our topic is about 1.19 words from Yoga Sutras by Patanjali. Or Sri Patanjali. So in the sutra we talk about, uh, as I mentioned earlier, you might remember in the karma and samskara. Karma is an action based. What goes around comes around. And samskaras means the latent impressions or mental impressions or the past experience of our karma. And that causes the rebirth cycle. So 1.19 is kind of like a, quite, uh, as I said, it, it's a toric and uh, only few people would understand this topic. So that is uh, the rebirth cycle and uh, has this absorption that has different paces. Well, in also uh, 1.18 Whereas the state of mind, remember that only we have this some scars left, the uh, latent impressions or, or the thoughts that like, you know, the last thought dissolved itself in the terminated thought based on the Edwin Bryant reference. But if you see this, 1.19 is kind of connected to each 1.17 and 1.18. You have to find that connection, otherwise you won't understand this topic. And it's kind of like, uh, I don't know why Patanjali came up with this, <clears throat> said that celestial beings, this is very important for you to know the word, celestial beings, okay? So find that connection, go back and listen 1.17 and 18, and then karma and samskaras, the four episodes, so that you would know what I'm talking about. Okay. Before getting into the topic, I have a question for you. You ready? Are you really? Okay. Do you believe in celestial beings? I mean, like spirits or even some say it's angels or ghosts or demigods. You know, something that you can, you can feel but that you can't see. They have like some scientific explanation or different religions has different beliefs like this, dimensions. Well, we're not going to get into that. But if you do believe, I think, or maybe you might heard from people, well, if you do believe, I think this topic might understand based on your beliefs and your interest or interest. So let's get into it. Just for your information, due to our past karma and our samskaras, which is our past experiences, which is action. And there is a, I would say, the link between the latent impressions and the karma. There is a rebirth chances might arise. Or we might wait for a rebirth cycle, like hanging around in the space and time, like a celestial beings, or even sometimes different realms as a different pace, you know what I mean, high, low, and mid, so that, <clears throat> we're waiting as a celestial beings. It is like when we disembodied with the physical body in previous life or this life, 
and we are waiting constantly because there's something left over still something that unfinished task unfinished job like the karma or some past memories that unfinished so basically disembodied means separated from or existing without the body you have to understand this existing without the body or lacking any obvious physical source so basically you have this like spirit you're like an energy you can say like the energy moving around within this space and time so here comes the sutra from uh, yoga sutras by patanjali yoga 1.19th verse <clears throat> here it goes bhava pratyayayo videha prakriti layanam bhava pratyayayo videha prakriti layanam bhava means objective existence like becoming pratyaya means content of the mind or cognition bhava pratyaya means birth and past karma is the cause so it's kind of like a rebirthing videha means disembodied yogis so this is very important to know videha in our topic mostly we talk about videha and prakriti which is disembodied yogis like without the physical source and the prakriti means uh the material cause or the nature based on the sankhya philosophy uh, they say prakriti means nature layana means dissolved or merged into so if you put that prakriti layanam the yogis who are merged into nature so the translation as the translation is vidaha and prakriti layam yogi gets birth as the cause of asam pragnata samadhi which is 1.18 so very simply i can tell you guys now what i understood from my study is just that our our rebirth cycle has happened because there is something still left or in deep in our heart and mind our karma and our samskaras means the latent impressions so this is uh, <clears throat> like this technical term of uh, explanation but there are two important words to know in the sutra the first one is videha repeat after me videha deha means body videha means without the body just like the celestial being angels or demigods and in heaven realm or different paces so prakriti laya is the second repeat after me prakriti laya prakriti laya or prakriti laya nam means those the second type those who merged or absorbed in the nature like the dissolve you know our body made with five elements right uh fire earth air ether and uh, <clears throat> fire earth air ether and space uh, fire <laughs> fire earth air, yeah water <laughs> oh wow all right so anyway sorry for that mm. so we have this like you know our body can like you know in the gita says uh, also our body can actually can burn also because it's made of that so now fire can burn and water our body has different contents right so anyways this just to give you a little bit of idea so we basically merge so i repeat again the first one 
is without the body we exist. The second one, we exist but we are absorbed in the nature. Kind of like we absorb them. So Patanjali and commentators say that they are not like in the rebirth cycle but at the same time somehow the cause of existence based on the Maharshi Vyasa, he's one of the author and also commentator, he said some of them, so like some of the cause bring them to life again into the rebirth cycle. It's just like they bring, and not yet in the life, they, their soul or the spirit will come to the like rebirth cycle. So but no body in this time because of the past experiences and our karma. And I suggest highly uh, to read Edwin Bryant's book by, uh, you know, Yoga Sutras by Edwin Bryant and also more deeper understanding for Mr. Hamil Trivedi of the YouTube videos, uh, Acharya Das, Yoga International, Yoga Pradipika. This can give you more insight about this profound, deeper understanding of the breakdown of Sutra and uh, and also those dimensions that's pretty helpful. I mean, if you really want to be like studied academic or you want to have like kind of, um, uh, I don't say uh, shallow, if you want to have like deeper understanding also might be helpful to read uh, different commentators and different books because, you know, every one of us has idea. But the content here talks about is two parts. Videha means the one exists without the body. Second one merge into or absorb into the nature. So these two points, if you know already, like, you know, okay. But if you want to, like, dig or deep dive into this uh, yoga philosophy and study, I suggest those uh, reference names. So you want to take a look up to it. All right. In this verse, <clears throat> yoga practitioners, like, kind of still, uh, as I said, this, there's a, like, unfinished karma left over. There is something left over in his heart and mind or her. So, as per this verse, it happens naturally because at the, ta- at, the, at the time of birth, they get all the traces of their past karma, so they pick up from their where left in their previous life. So, that brings them back again. You know, I heard about, you know, if you in India and China has this kind of belief and also in the West also, also in Christianity, Hinduism, Buddhism also, they kind of believe in reincarnation. Even they say the Buddha is like kind of uh, reincarnation of uh, one of the avatar. And uh, also in Chinese also, let me see like, you know, how uh, I can help you do a little bit of information from a, a Chinese Taoism, Tao, the way of life. I'm pretty fascinated about this yin and yang symbol. It's pretty good, like um, <clears throat> like it has this coin has both sides. So yin and yang. So right, he also write about Mister La Zhu. I'm not sure that I pronounced it very well. La Zhu. Yeah, he's actually uh, write about celestial being or the spirits. He call it in Taoism. It's a kind of religion, beliefs, and also spirituality. They have this call like immortals. The word call, I would say, Xian. Xian. Xian, yeah, yeah, Xian. yeah, Xian. So that's like the spirit or uh, celestial being that say so. And uh, in the Changchu, so these perfect beings, he called it perfect beings, are known to dwell far away in untroubled place. 
They're believed to be ageless, which means like they're waiting for the body, right? Because the body aged, but the soul does not. So far, from my understanding, where they experience an effortless existence. This is based on the uh, Chinese philosophy by Taoism, Lao Tzu. And they're believed to be, you know, eat like nothing but air, drink nothing but dew, and enjoy the power of flight so they can even like go and dissolve their body like, you know, small to, they can shrink, they can merge anywhere. So these powerful beings are believed to be, be revered in the group of eight immortals who are said to have born in Tang Dynasty. Yeah, so that's what I like. So as I said, if you believe in, you would. If not, it is still interesting to know this kind of facts or based on what people wrote about it. You know, sometimes it might happen to you. Like you might be shocked, like some impression came up or some thought or somewhere you went, something that like, you know, triggers you like, you know, oh my God, it's like you remember from nowhere and any place that you've been or person that you see might pop up something. I'm talking about your past, past life not this life. So these are like in India also, like there are some different Mahashish, Rishis, Yogis, Sadhus, Sannyasi, all this kind of like, you know, Yogis and monks or something like that. So they also believe some kind of a, a rebirth cycle, they're kind of like wrapped in and they come back to finish their task, which is unfinished task in their previous life. So just kind of give you an example from my observation of the study. As I said, if you believe, you would. If not, still interesting to know. So the whole point is, I mean, the whole point is there is no freedom yet in our minds and bodies based on the our path or based on the yogic philosophy. We haven't really find the freedom in the body and mind. We're still hanging around like a still, still beings or in this life we are struggling, facing our life every day, so many memories, so many things to do, stress, yada, yada, yada. So, if you, in the topic, like, you know, even you dissolve into the nature or you being as a celestial being, you still haven't find or found the yogi's freedom yet. That's what this sutra talks about. Somehow, you're kind of in a rebirth cycle. We call it samsara, a wheel of life, like birth and then death and then, you know, kind of like you, like a wheel, you know, like a cartwheel where you see in the chariot there's a wheel. So you keep like looping in this this kind of this life and the rebirth cycle because you have the karma and the past uh, impressions in there. So there's no freedom yet. It's like one who has lost the awareness of the body is a videha, it means his awareness of the self is confined to the body alone. It is beyond his body. So another connotation is like, you know, kind of like expression today for Videha is the, the demigods are celestial beings who do not have the physical body. Simply on the first, the point, the two, th- two important things point you need to know in the sutra. One is without body. The second one is kind of merged into the nature. I would like to give you a, a reference from based on uh, Pandit Rajmani. He said, one who has attained the consciousness of nature is Prakriti Laya. His awareness that the self is the whole universe. So it's like you absorb in the nature, you're like the whole universe. He feels that, that he and the universe is one and the same. I mean, those who are emerged into the nature now. For him, the merger with the nature has already happened. Or you might feel the same now. <laughs> 
not sure. So one of the interpretations of this sutra is that Videhas and Prakdalayas is take birth because of the past and that karma left with us. But I know in this sutra actually like nobody really tell the reason for their, why they're coming to the earth. It just tells like, you know, when they come to the earth, this kind of this asam pragnata samadhi kind of happen. It means, as we said, I, I'm, I keep repeating, I keep mentioning because, uh, as I said, this is about the belief or interest. This is simply some karma, some samskara is left. So also, uh, Maharshi Vyasa commentator said that there are two types, bhava pratyaya, it means caused by existence, and upaya pratyaya means caused by means. It's like bhava pratyaya belongs to those who are bodiless, who are merged with the nature. The videhas or the like bodiless or ones who are the celestial beings belongs to the category of bhava pratyaya, which is caused by the existence. You know, I heard some stuff like, you know, soul can uh, return to the body about 31 million years, I repeat, 31 million years to take back the physical form or finding or hanging around like within the space and time, like, you know, waiting in the rebirth cycle. Oh my God, that's like a pretty pretty long time. (laughs) I'm not sure you and me can exist on this earth or not. But anyways, just uh, I heard about this. Yeah, well, there's no proof, but just listen to it. For me, also, it's very interesting to know. So, okay. And I would like to share <clears throat> one other reference from Michael Krupniano mentioned about that his personal opinion, actually, he said, ghost or, you know, a celestial being, you know, they don't really uh, exist or kind of exist. That is like that vista from another dimension, maybe. I repeat this word. That vista from another dimension, maybe. I think there is too much of this university we humans can't see. He said, pretty cool. I kind of like, okay, why not we share about this? Our visible spectrum, sound waves availability, mental perception, extrasensory perceptions, all, all primitive. And he said, I do believe and I hope. Well, thanks, Michael Kripniano, for this reference and words about this celestial being topic. Yes, I think if I really look at what he said, I think there is too much of this university we humans can see. It kind of like, uh, you know, struck me like, you know, kind of like, oh, that's a very cool point. Yes, indeed. If I just add to that, we humans, you know, we, we can evolve, you know, we are like, this conscious creatures, but you know, we often behave unconsciously. This is where the yoga comes. I am sure, you know, there this space and time that we exist in this universe. We're we're like, you know, are the most successful species in this universe, but I won't say that there is somebody out there watching us. So that's why, you know, his point is they think there's so much, like there's too much of this you know, this universe that we humans can't see. But I would add that we can feel. So it's not about belief. It's not about interest. You know, when the wind touches you, you kind of feel, right? When the fire you get close to, it, you can kind of feel like warm. A person gives you a hug. It kind of produces different hormones and you might feel happy. 
or when you stretch, you listen to your beautiful music, or when you're doing yoga, you might feel calm, or when you run in the nature, or you have a cup of coffee with your favorite friend, or be loved, what it makes you feel. So I would say about this celestial being or this topic, for me, kind of like it's about feeling. It's not about the belief, or it's not about like interesting to know. So. There is so much in this universe that we can't see, but we can feel. That I would say from from his point of view and my point of view. Well, thanks, Kip. So uh, uh, I would like to add uh, uh, the last words from uh, Pandit Rajajmani. He's referenced that. Our spiritual journey is an ongoing process, and uh, the methodological practice of self-discipline and cultivation of dispassion this passion means um, uh, like uh, detached, like you know, you're like kind of detached, you're not, no longer interested towards to it, are the core of this journey. So you can see our spiritual journey is very important. Self discipline, self discipline, like waking up early, doing your practice, or getting back to your battlefield, like based on the. <laughs> Um, the Katha Upanishad, uh, the chariot, Ratha Drishtanta. We call it Ratha Drishtanta. Like going every day, using your senses, you know, dealing whatever you have to deal. Come back, rest, again, get up. But where is the self-discipline here if you want to attain the freedom? But that's why I said what we choose, we become what we think, we become based on Gautam Siddha, the Buddha words too. So the self-discipline, it is a big topic. It's not like one or two days you work out or you do stuff like that. It has like continuously do it and it's like become a habit. So in the spiritual journey is an ongoing process of self-discipline and cultivation of dispassion, like the supreme detachment. I'm not saying like, you know, you shut down everything. You kind of like let it go, let it flow. You dissolve itself. Like the happiness comes, you take it and it dissolves itself. And so that's like, take it and go, take it and go. Not just like holding and grasping on it. And that's where the dispassion comes. So this is the core for this journey. And as we're getting closer to our self-realization path, this sutra, if I add to that, we often lose, you know. We lose our journey and our path begins again, like more spontaneous. And sometimes it can be joyful, but sometimes it's unfinished karma left over. And then some unfinished memories left over. And that brings us people to the rebirth cycle and we kind of get hooked onto it. Once, once again, it's about the belief or interesting to know or about feel. You know, when we see the body as a shadow of the mind and the mind as a shadow of the soul, our priorities shifts automatically. And our attachment to the body and mind and also this physical pleasure vanishes so living in this world, we attain freedom from the bondage caused by identification with the body, with the worldly success, failure, gain, and loss, honor, and insult. So if you look at the sutra, I mean this verse, this is called Videha, a state in spiritual evolution at which we have transcended our body consciousness, but we're not there yet. So it's like if our journey, for example, interrupted by death, 
After that, we have reached the state of physical transcendence. And then, like, you know, divine providence ensures that, that during the next birth, we will get everything. We need to start our journey from exactly where we stopped. So it is about, you know, if you hear about this miracles, as I said, if you believe, you believe. If not, the celestial and this topic, it's kind of like interesting to know. Well, I'll leave it for now. And I would say, uh, <clears throat> in the spiritual journey, it's an ongoing process. If you're in a spiritual journey, it's an ongoing process of self-discipline you should have and dispassion, like detached. I'm not saying run away. You face it like a warrior sitting on your ch- uh, chariot, constantly controlling your senses, matching your senses. You need to know when to hold on when to pause, when to move forward in a right direction constantly, not just like one or two days. So this kind of a mindset we need to have to master the philosophy and the wisdom and the practice of yoga to find that freedom. We call it kaivalya. You know, it is a never-ending practice, I would say. I mean, that's why this yoga philosophy is so much fascinating and uh, it's constantly making me go back and study very often found it like you know it's like the self-realization it's like the knowing the self mind body and soul to find that freedom okay it's time to wrap up thanks for listening but remember to share if you like this episode i know it's kind of like as i said esoteric and kind of like off you can say but uh it is um, <clears throat> based on Patanjali's sutras, I think, and also different commentators gives me kind of like, you know, wow, you know, it's cool to know. So that's why I'm here to share. So stay tuned for the next uh, upcoming episode, which we're going to talk about 1.20. It's about trust, faith, strength, and smriti means memory or mindfulness. So it kind of talks about this power of absorption towards the spiritual journey. So... You might be interested. Who knows what's going to happen in our practice, what's going to happen in our life. The best is to live in the moment, be in the moment, let it go, let it flow. Now go to your practice. I'm going to get back to do my practice as well. So remember to send me some comments and the feedback. If you have any questions, please send me a voice message or a, a, you know, Instagram. I channel name called... Uh, uh, ID name called VK the Artist. So you might want to look up to it. Follow. Thanks for likes and dislikes. All right. Love you all. And take care. Have a good day. See you in the next episode. Bye-bye. And namaste.